0: trip talk tech we have a super dope super informative show coming up for y'all today we're going to be talking self-defeating personality disorder with our co-host of this segment our honored co-host of this segment we'd like to welcome back to the show rashad bowtie mills man welcome
1: back what's up my brother how you feeling
0: hey man i can't call it i can't call it again we'd just like to start off by just thanking you we appreciate your time uh taking out giving us some more pro bono advice to help our audience out and uh just get through some of these mental things they may or may not be going through so again we attack we appreciate your time and really like I said we are going to talk uh self-defeating personality disorder just again what is it number one um Some of the causes, maybe some of the symptoms we can look out for as, as, you know, everyday people that, hey, this might be affecting me that either a go get some uh, advice from a licensed therapist like yourself. um, Or again, if it's some things that we can do to maybe limp along until we can get to that point in our life, we don't have insurance or whatever. So, hey, that's what we got ahead for today. So to jump right in, you know, when I think of self-defeating personality disorder, just the name itself, the first thing that pops in my head is Mm -hmm. self-sabotaging, fear of success. Things that are are real for me as a person, which actually, you know, I'm kind of hitting you up, like, "Hey, wait, is this some legs to this thing?" Because I was valid? Is myself. Valid? Yeah, <laughs> is,
1: is this valid? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. So, I guess first of all, can you give us or it, it, whatever the clinical definition of what that really is?
1: So, I'll definitely do that, mm-hmm. and because I'm such an honest, honest therapist, I'm just an honest person in general. I like to believe I am, anyway. Um, I'll share. If it's okay, I'll just share with what I talked about prior to actually jumping on. Definitely. Um, I had never heard of this in these actually, in these clinical terms. And here's why. Because, and I'm going to actually give you, give people that are actually, not just you, but people that are actually listening. Definitely. Because I think this is important is that this was actually, so with therapists, when we talk about the diagnostic and um, statistical manual of mental disorders, again, that's like the Bible for therapists, where we are in the process of actually diagnosing a client, we're gonna use this um, and based on the symptoms, the you know, characteristics and traits that an individual is showing at that time of the actual intake, we're gonna look them up and, you know, if they fit the different symptoms and the criteria, then okay, Mr. Tripp has been diagnosed as X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. This has actually been taken out of that book. Um, and depending where you go online, self-defeating um personality disorder was actually taken out of the DSM. I think mm-hmm. one place I just saw it in 1987, then I saw another place in 1984. So in the newer manual, we're up to five, the fifth edition. Okay. This is not actually going to show up in there under this name, it's actually going to show up as a personality disorder. Um, not otherwise specified, right? Which means that the symptoms don't classify. or enough symptoms wouldn't classify, so we can categorize it as this specific diagnosis. So, when you said, hey, this, is we're going to talk about today. I thought it was interesting because I never heard of it. I'm like, well, did I fall asleep in grad class graduate school? Like, did I fall asleep? Was I just like thinking about something else? So um, it is, it's a personality disorder, right? And you mentioned something that was very important, self-sabotaging. So a lot of the characteristics are in line with self-sabotaging behaviors, right? And one of the things that you see, and depending where you you find it at online, an individual is making a conscious bad choice. So it's not like I'm making a choice to, I want to do the right thing and then something happens where it feels like, you know, this was self-sabotage. No, you're making a conscious choice To self-sabotage something that's ultimately going to be beneficial for you that's sort of like the 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 crux of it and i want to be um i I guess get very clinical Mm -hmm. here um i want to give this this clinical definition um sometimes people want the clinical part of it right a a pervasive if i can get it out pattern of self-defeating behaviors beginning by early childhood and they present in a variety of contexts and i want to stop there momentarily because i was reading this online um a lot of the causes went back to uh, individuals roots growing up instead yeah,
0: you 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 went right to it so let's just jump yeah, right yeah. in let's let's yeah. go to the causes of, of this so if
1: a parent was one that was really dominating and, and had control um over the kid and the kid wasn't allowed to to you know make different choices and different decisions and kind of be themselves oftentimes and i've read this several places today that that's the cause of it the relationship nice. between an individual and their parent. Now, am I would I be ignorant enough, ignorant in the sense of not knowing to believe there could be other causes of it? Sure, there could be other causes of it, but this seems like one of the more general causes of it, right, is the relationship with the individual and their parent, this individual not having um, control, this individual not maybe having the opportunity to grow and speak up for themselves. And for me as a therapist, I like to connect the dots in a lot of different things. If I'm thinking about a child growing up in an environment um, and maybe they didn't have an opportunity to to make choices of their own and the parents really controlled everything, Mm -hmm. maybe that child growing up operates from a place that they don't know that they are entitled and supposed to receive better things. So when different things present themselves in an individual's life, they may intentionally self-sabotage them because they have operated from a place to expect things to be bad or not favorable for them. So if I always grew up and nothing was favorable for me, mm-hmm. right, I may grow up and I may Believe, and intentionally self-sabotage things because his here's, here's was very important to understand when people self-sabotage, it provides them with consistency. And I know people may say, Rashad, that doesn't make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And here's how, if I grew up with a certain pattern, Mm-hmm. of not having control, somebody else controlling things, things not working well for me, I know if I self-sabotage, it will give me a consistency that's always been the theme of my life.
0: So really, I'm going to keep status quo by keeping drama, I'm
1: going, Exactly, drama. I'm going to keep the current state of affairs in my life by intentionally doing what? Self-sabotaging, because yeah. if I don't self-sabotage, guess what now it does? it provides me with something new that I haven't been accustomed to and potentially making that adjustment is hard,
0: man. So that difference perspective in life, again, I want my life in my mind to be better, but yep, that's more of a fear to jump on that side of the fence. So I'll just go ahead and absolutely make sure it doesn't turn yeah. out. Bad.
1: And here's the thing with human nature, right? And I see this a lot, obviously, as a therapist, but just think about your life, my life, anybody that you know, we have engaged in a certain pattern of behaviors, not that it was good, but it was consistent and just adjusting, right? Um, just adjusting is big. That's why we have what we call an adjustment disorder. Adjusting to certain things is huge. And so that's one of the, the common things that I would probably connect in, in this um, personality disorder is probably it's been consistent for an individual. And then it's like, okay, I don't know that I'm supposed to um, maybe have a, a podcast, like, you know, like, like, trip talk. No, I'm a self-sabotage and I'm going to find a way to, Not to do it. Yeah, maybe in relationships, maybe in areas of our health, maybe in areas of professional growth, um, financial growth, whatever that looks like. These self-sabotaging behaviors often come into play and it's probably deeply rooted in that.
0: Mm that's 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 a deep one right there some of the symptoms as as a person like is it any telltales like hey um i don't know waking up a certain way i'm doing this a certain way or mm-hmm. um i find myself always around drama like you just said again maybe i'm i'm seeking drama i don't know what is it some things or patterns of behaviors that people do usually along the lines of this
1: right i'm I'm gonna give you some some of the symptoms and again we, we're gonna stay very clinical okay. um Today in reading it, right, as I would be described in, in the DSM, um, the previous editions of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it says that an individual will have to suffer or prevent others from helping them as indicated by at least five of the following, right? So this is very clinical. We don't have to guess this. This is how they describe it. Choosing okay. people in situations that lead to disappointment, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the reason why I'm glad today we're probably going a little more clinical than we when we go in previous sessions is because... When we're talking about diagnosing, a lot of times we may read something online, <laughs> and see the first one, and instantly, what do we do? Oh, that's me, man! I have selfish personality talk, <laughs> right? And instantly, we do that. I know I've done that. I know I have done that. I know I have done that, man! Mm-hmm. I'm going through like a, a medical situation right now. It's called vertigo. You're right. I'm walking uh-huh. around I'm like dizzy and equal. Little, little dizzy, coffee. yeah. And um, I looked some things up online and I was like, oh, man, this is in line with this. And I diagnosed myself with something like totally out of line. And I was like, well, man, let me get my butt to a doctor, a trained doctor to rule out some things. So that's one of them. Um, Rejects or makes ineffective the attempts of others to help them. So if somebody's going to help them, you're going to reject them. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. It says following a positive personal event, you still find the negative from that. So for an example, um, I'm just making this up man, you might have a, you might get a, a raise a, at your job. You'll find the negative even out of the positive, right? No, I, I,
0: I get that point. Cause like you said, like, say the raise situation, right? I got a raise, but it wasn't worth it. You know, I, I'm worth way more than that and they still disrespectful. I mean, and then again, yep. you, can't, you can't really celebrate
1: those highs. Hmm. Um, Rejecting opportunities for pleasure. Um, what else? It says incites anger or rejecting responses from others and then feel hurt, defeated or humiliated. And, and so that you may um, you may incite somebody to say something to you and they'll, they'll say something negative, And then like you used sort to of humiliate it. But, but at it the same time, action. I started to get that reaction it, to feel. Yeah, it was your it was your initial reaction that led to their reaction. And now you, you feel hurt. And to um, your point,
0: I think another thing you said there that was kind of gold, you knew the intent. So you knew it was going to be an adverse reaction mm-hmm. that was going to come back.
1: Yep. Failed to accomplish tasks critical to their personal objectives, despite having demonstrated the ability to do so, right? And so if I have the talent, so the ability to do so, I'm still finding in myself in the space where I'm not getting this thing done. And whatever I want to get done is really in line with Maybe, um, the goals or objectives of who I am as a person, I have the ability to do it, but I'm still not finding a way to get it done. Um. And it says, is uninterested or rejects people who constantly treat them? Well. Right, and this is so important that and I think out of these, you have to have 5 of the following, because if we just look at that 1, we may look at some of the relationships people try to treat us well and rejected them or. Maybe we've dated, or you know, mm-hmm. if we try to treat somebody well and they rejected it. So, just one symptom is important to understand. Doesn't you wouldn't categorize yourself here? And then the last one, the person may avoid or undermine pleasurable experiences. So, when you look at this, this is an individual that um, is going out of their way, and I think that the word here um, would be like intentional. Intentional. Gotcha. Individual is intentionally going out of their way to really self-sabotage in these different areas of their life um, or, or some of the symptoms. And to be honest with you, uh, I, I can see this. And again, I've never diagnosed a client with this, but mm-hmm. I can probably see this in, um, in, in some clients of mine. I can see this and again, I've diagnosed people with personality disorder, but a lot of these enough of them are in line where I can say, okay, that makes sense for Mm -hmm. individuals. Um, and it it goes back to sort of the upbringing. Obviously, it's a huge element of, um. Self esteem, right? Um, the way that you kind of view yourself, I think that the way that you think others view you factor into this as well. Mm Um, and I can imagine what is this like trying to live a life like this.
0: It just sounds tough. And that's when when it came across my desk. I was like, wow, man, that's, that's interesting. And and like you said, um, to have those doubt, those self self doubt thoughts, you know, how do you, how do you combat against those kind of feelings? Like you said, that's gotta be a tough life, but how, like just in self doubt itself, is, is there some, some ways you can kind of combat against worrying about what other people are thinking of you? I know social media. You know, definitely heightens that type
1: of can be can be terrible if you let it. I'm always going to go back to cognitive behavioral therapy, right? It's one of my my go-to models, think, feel, and behave, examining the nature of your thoughts, right? Um, and it's this little model, right? It looks like a, a diamond or a triangle. Sometimes you'll see there's a circle line at the top of it. It has a thought that connects to how we think. And that connects to, I'm sorry, the thought connects to how we feel and the feeling connects to how we behave. And it's a triangle and you'll see arrows that are interconnected and they're going in multiple directions at the same time. So how you think connects to how you behave, how you think connects to how you feel and all of them are connected. And it's like a little triangle, this three sided thing. Obviously triangles have three sides, but each part it connects and cognitive behavioral therapy is like a great um, therapeutic model or tool to help you examine the nature of your thoughts. I'm always going to ask a client, anything that relates to self-esteem self-esteem or any self-defeating behaviors, I'm going to say, let's go examine the nature of the thought. Is this thought true? And if they say, yeah, sure, this thought is true, okay, examine it. And if we further examine it, you have to prove to me by providing evidence that that thought is true. And a lot of times we arrive that it's not true, it's an irrational thought. And if it's an irrational thought, then we discredit it. I always tell people to put your thoughts on trial. Put that thought on in a, in a courtroom and put it on trial and I'm sort of cross examining you and I need to be able to you need to be able to tell me that thought is true because of this, and if you can't give me evidence to support it, then it's a mistrial because that thought holds no weight, it holds no value right um Another thing is maybe people having support groups. Right. I mean, like people and it doesn't mean like you you go and you sit down with a, month, a Monday support group, support groups can be people in your circle to kind of encourage you, say, hey, you know what, um, you know, what, Keith, I noticed that when new opportunities come up, you intentionally do these things to kind of, you know, self-sabotage you. Right. People to support you and say you are worthy of this. You're worthy of having a good relationship, a good job, whatever that looks like. Right. Therapy, obviously, is going to, to be one. Um, those things can be really, really helpful. And I think for an individual like this, I don't know that an individual can do it just alone and kind of cope with, you know, everything yeah. personality disorder, any personality disorder. Because again, it's been ingrained and embedded in their system for so long that it becomes a part of their regular way of life. So, right, with any personality disorder, it's really hard to do it by yourself because number one, you may not know it, or two, you may know it, you just don't have the tools by yourself to kind to break of break the cycles and kind of deal with it. Um, and even if you have the tools, maybe you need sort of an outside voice or outside set of ears, um, the outside um, set of eyes to kind of help you sort of break it and and make you aware of it. Um, Because with it, you may be aware of it, but you may not even know when you're doing it. You may unintentionally walk into um, a new opportunity to be a CEO of a business. And before you know it, you're already discrediting yourself and sabotaging the opportunity, right? And so sometimes it's really important to have people to help you along that path.
0: All right, so we gotta have maybe therapy, some people along the path. Mm let's say and obviously we're not trying to put you know this disorder like you say it's not even in the manuals no more we're not trying to make a one size fit all approach to this we're just sharing some information with you but let's say a person can't get to therapy like you said because and and for me it sounds like with these type of disorders that's kind of hard because if you've been living them all your life you need somebody to say hey no Mm -hmm. maybe look at a different perspective but let's say if 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 they can't get to that option Is it any other options they might can do? uh, whether it's meditation, whether there's whatever. I don't know.
1: I I think an individual can. um, I'm never going to. um, I'm always going to operate from a place of total. Optimism, right? And if you can't get to therapy. Should I just say, hey, just just shut down and give up? No, I think. You know, I'm always going to advocate for individual doing self awareness, but here's the thing. And self-awareness would look like, um, am I really happy with this? Mm -hmm. And then saying, if I'm not happy with this, then then something must change. Something must be wrong. And if something is wrong, then that would maybe lead to, okay, maybe I need to engage in some things to help me change. Self-awareness is going to be one. But that's also very tricky, I must admit, because we're talking about a personality disorder. And a lot of people with personality disorders, maybe they're not at that place where they they can actually recognize, they can actually recognize that it is a problem. Understood. And Understood. that's that's why it's it's kind of challenging in that regard. Part of it can depend on the individual. Do they do they want change? If you want change, that's that's one of the biggest the biggest steps, right? Um, because now it may it may galvanize you to try to search out different things to mm-hmm. try to help you with it. If you don't want change, then you, you're gonna be stuck. The recognition, mm, that that's kind of tough because again, it's a personality disorder. And with personality gotcha. disorders, a lot of depending on the actual disorder, a lot of people um are not at the place to admit that there there is is a, is right. an opportunity. Yeah. And I wanted to say I didn't want to say I got problem.
0: You. I got you, I got yeah. you, but from a from I guess the consumer it's like we don't want to admit that not a problem, but just an again an issue. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so man, hey, we thank you again, Rashad. Look, we we not going to beat a, a, a dead horse here. I think we got a lot of great information out of you. Um, also, I I just thank you for digging into it. Like you said, they removed it from the books. I actually just heard about it. I saw some information on it. Like I I probably did the web MD thing too, and was like, oh man, I'm a so you diagnosed uh, yourself. Yeah, somebody missed something man. Yeah. <laughs> somebody missed something in the diagnosis and uh may maybe they it caught me, but now you you were dead on point. I appreciate your time again uh is it any other wisdom or, or shout outs you wanna do before we get out of here today? Go ahead and shoot it off. I know you got your own podcast doing some no. other things
1: Man, ma'am right now um i I just wanna just really encourage people um that if you aren't functioning at the highest level that you possibly can, to seek help. I mean, we are in a another challenging time in just most of our lives, right? As, as yeah. we speak today, this is like the third day of sort of this this war with Russia and Ukraine. And I know I'm going bigger picture thinking. No, but hey, hey, that, that's real. How these things trickle down and. Everything in our life is costing more. I mean, you have to have, like, three side hustles to buy a pack of chicken. So we're talking about the economical impact of things Um, was transitioning out of this COVID thing, but that that still helps. And it's just a lot. People are experiencing a lot. And I just challenge people, if you're not functioning at your highest level, sit back. Is this the life that I want to live? And if not, you know, take some practical steps and get yourself connected with the therapist. There's a ton of resources online. Um, and even if therapy isn't your thing per se, examine what can you do to try to help your life um, be the best version of it because people are still suffering. And just this quick side note, Keith, I'm probably seeing more clients now mm-hmm. and more requests for therapy than I have since, like, the pandemic started right around that time it was like heightened so it's been like incredibly challenging and the other day i actually sat back and i was like wow people are really going through more and more stuff
0: aftermath uh, right yeah i mean I like think you said a- it happened then but it these is- are the ripple effects right people uh have been laid off people yep. like you said chicken is Thirty bucks for a regular family pack that was twelve you know or like you said and that's not there. an
1: exaggeration <laughs> no no that's
0: real I, Hey, look I've been in there hey look I go shopping it's the same thing gas right you what you hit on on the wall that's very relevant because Ukraine holds most of the gas in the world so if something happens there yeah we're paying seven bucks a gallon now
1: I heard like it I heard in california is is five right now, so it's this trickle down effect and yeah. if we if we look at it like this 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 wide thing and then we streamline it to me it streams line right in here and how we take in information um and i I just want people to be able to function at the highest level man i'm a therapist and i'm like i'm starting to feel some of the effects of like the the stresses but luckily i i do this such uh, this stuff so much from a professional that quite naturally i incorporate a lot of what i'm telling my clients into my own life so basic things man and then i'll shut up um, make sure people are, if y'all are listening, you know, develop some kind of routine exercise where you're getting some kind of movement, prayer works, meditation. If you have healthy support groups, these are all things that you can do um, aside from therapy, which you can do in conjunction with conjunction, therapy. Yeah. Um, and I, I just challenge people to, to try to try to live the healthiest life possible and the healthiest life possible starts with your mind
0: hey y'all heard the challenge from the man himself go get you just change the way you think you know if therapy might have been that challenge in the beginning try it out you know there's a lot of places out there willing to give you a free consult things like that take a chance never know what you'll find man again we appreciate the gems as always i thank you for pulling it together for this one this episode i know this was a, a challenge and again you stepped up to the challenge so we definitely appreciate you sir Thank you for all the gems that you do drop. If this show did help you out in any way, we do ask that you just share, like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you know when we drop more of these type of videos. And more importantly, as Rashad said, please seek help if you do feel like, hey, you might be suffering from some of this stuff. Um, This is all it's about is just bringing forth the information for you. Again, hopefully that'll just nudge you enough to just go seek the help that you uh, might need or or even don't know you need. So with that being said, until next time, thanks a lot. It's Tech, y'all.